Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allow the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mystic Margaritas. And this is Marge Bowen. I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller. And we're so excited to talk today and have you join us today about this look about orientation, disorientation, and how we're able to move ourselves from a place of maybe feeling a little lost, not knowing who we are, and being able to move into um, feeling more oriented in, in a life-affirming way. So Margaret, as I contemplated this, um, I thought, well, this is perfect because number one, in um, my holographic profile of the Gene Keys, um, I have this gene key twice in my chart. And oh. as I, I know, and as I find myself, as I really went over there, this is great because I, I got a lot of good stuff from, from preparing for today. And um, one of the things was I am in a place of disorientation. And in my office, I'm seeing a lot of that in people, I think, because we've had this tremendous year of change in so many ways. How are you feeling about this? Well, I I love that this is one of your gene keys, and twice. <laughs> that's that's really powerful, right? That's um, asking you to um, sort of become a master of it in some ways. That's what it seems like to me. Right. And for me, it's like this is one of my favorite topics because it has to do with a lot of things that um, I really care about. And one is, for instance, the medicine wheel, like, you know, the, the, the elements and the directions. And so, so when I think of orientation, I get all excited about, about that. But I also have to agree, I've been in a state of, of, disorientation <laughs> i've been uh, i've been quite uh disoriented and and really trying to um bring myself back into um a more centered place so i think this is a very timely conversation i agree uh, i agree and you know i for me um being in this place of disorientation it's it's really interesting to observe uh, the dance I do with my perceptions, my beliefs, my ego, because I can see that ego part of self, the ment busy mental body and the, um, the ego part of self come into play as well. And um, it, it's easy to feel frustrated. Um, it's easy to kind of begin to see how I have been identifying who I am in the world or in my workplace or whatever it is. So we have these attachments, right? And I think our identity and how we see ourselves as in, in jobs or in relationships is really a kind of a big piece of this too. Because if, if there's enough of change in the relationship or in life or in work, uh, we sort of have to become, begin to unhook from that identification or attachment to who we've been. Oh, that's a really interesting uh, 
perspective because, and I, I agree because it's, it's, if we've identified with a job, if we've like made that be uh, part of our personality and say that job goes away, then we, then we are lost again. Then we have, you know, we've oriented ourselves towards being that instead of just doing a job, we are, you know, we've identified with it. And so if it goes away, who are we? <laughs> then we're back in that disoriented place. Well, and, you know, this is why I think this is affecting everyone because the same is true in any area of life. So we have just come out. We are, we're still in a place of, oh, we are safe in society. And COVID has created a different experience in society around safety for us. So now who are we in society? And, and, in terms of my health and well-being, right? It's really interesting to me. And I think that's part of why I think I've, I'm hearing from a lot of people who are really reluctant to stepping forward after being pulled back to be safe in society. And now there's apprehension about going moving forward. And it, so it's just the same. It's, it really is symbolic of every kind of change we can have in our lives. Yeah, that that that's a that's a powerful awareness, and it's um, you know when when we are this disoriented, there's there's some basic things that are happening, right? We like you pointed out. I mean, obviously, we're all in that place because um, we've had such major changes, and um, and so we're at that that juicy part though also I want to just put that in there you know it, even though we are disoriented and or could be uh, we are at that point of of moving forward like we're right on the edge of that and as as we get there as we begin to um, regroup uh, we've been given, I think, and this may not be true for everybody, and it's a huge generalization, perhaps, but I, I think we have been given um, the opportunity and the time to uh, go through some basic questions about what's important to us, and and recognizing, for instance, we're not that job, or we're not that relationship. Or we're not that um, uh, office that we, you know, thought you know, that we rented or whatever. We're not. We're not those things. And so uh, it, it's given us the opportunity to ask the question. Then, okay, if that's the case, then who are we? Yes. And and what are we to do? Right. Yeah. And and sometimes we've had this placed on us where we can't, you know, where we have this external framework uh, dictating who we are or what we uh, should be doing. And we don't ever ask those questions. So I think it's sort of a, a, a I'm going to say it again, a, a juicy kind of a time that we're in. It is. And everything that you were just saying and everything that I was reading about um, to, to just get ready for today's show, um, 
the I Ching, the other name for this is nature. Okay. Mm. And I really love this idea that we are also, we think of nature as things outside of ourselves, right? The trees, you know, animals, storms, you know, weather. We think of nature as that. And I think we sometimes forget that we are nature as well. And there is an intelligence to nature. And I think observing ourselves and our lives more it through the context of nature and how nature operates is a really powerful thing mm-hmm. because nature, there are certain truths that nature operates with. And we are not these, we do not rise above nature. We cannot, we are nature. Mm-hmm. And so there's an error in our perception if we think that we can control. And so this, now we're getting into the conversation about control, which is also a piece of this, of, of this, our dislocation and what makes it might make it hard for us to move into this change, this transformation that we need to go through. Oh, yeah. And, and so, yes, reminding us about nature this is this is that that's the basis of dislocation is our is our tendency over uh, millennia <laughs> we have uh, started to uh, see ourselves as separate from nature and that is the basis of the shadow of dislocation right that is where that starts it when we think that we are separate from the natural world then we think that our our actions and our um yeah our thoughts words and deeds don't have an impact on anyone other than ourselves and so it leads to this um it leads to this that separatist kind of uh mindset and uh extreme loneliness because because you know it's it's an illusion we're not actually separate from all these things and everything that we do does have an impact and and that's you know it's a it 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 uh, engages our responsibility for sure when we recognize that but it also um gives us the sense of belonging when we're when we come back into that awareness of nature Yes, and and I also want to um, take this to another level, which is that our nature, we cannot separate our physical response from this either. And um, because sometimes this manifests as pain in our body. And, you know, if we think that the pain in our body is always just about the physical function, it isn't always just about the physical function, there could be at a spiritual, there could be an energetic to this. And that energetic is tied into where I am in terms of my dislocation, right? That where am I dislocated in my psyche and in my life? Where am I disoriented in my psyche and my life? And how much resistance, how much control, or even um, running away from it. Another uh, idea is that we've talked about this before is the dilemma is agenda. So how busy am I making myself so that I'm ignoring the fact that I do need to open up 
to my own nature and the nature of my reality, right? To see what changes can happen. And if I'm not doing that, it can manifest physically. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I have seen this in action this year for myself. I mean, I have had, I have had, I mean, I am in resistance because I am in a big transition of, of my life right now. And I am seeing it in my knee. I had a feeling in my tooth pop out. I just had a crown pop off yesterday. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Wow. I, I keep getting this from the, from nature. Boop, boop, pay attention, pay attention, reorient, reorient. <laughs> so funny but honestly some people might might hear me say that and think oh that's ridiculous well it is not so ridiculous we create um our interaction with with forces in in nature and forces in universe that we really it is so helpful to understand and see them symbolically to help us along yeah yeah, I, I agree with that completely. And I'm, I'm right there with you, Marge. I've been having all kinds of things happen to um, let me know where I am dislocated. And it's an interesting word, that dislocation, you know, because I, 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 my hip has been slightly out of place. Okay, so I have, I have actually manifested a slight dislocation in my physical body, right from uh, right in my sacrum area. So it's, it's just telling me, you know, it's like, uh, hello, uh, earth to Margaret, you know, nature to Margaret, get back into alignment and, and allow yourself to, to, to recognize what the symbolism is. Yes, and joints, right? Joints in the body, uh, they represent metaphysically flexibility, but also moving forward, right? Move because we, we use our, our hip joint, our knee joints, our ankles to move forward in life, to walk ahead. <laughs> right, which is exactly what you were talking about in terms of, you know, we're at this place where we're hesitant to move forward. I was just like, oh, that couldn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> right. Anyway, so so let's go ahead and uh, take our break now and um, start this up again when we get back. Sounds good. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform 
streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. We're having a very stimulating conversation. Maybe some of you out there are really noticing that that you're feeling very disoriented in your life um, and you're you're in the middle of quite the change that's occurring and you can, we can feel lost and all of that. And, you know, Margaret, this is, you know, I mentioned that another name for the, for this uh, today, this, this orientation and moving toward unity and all of that is nature, but it's also, it also can be called the receptive Mm -hmm. and it's the receptive because this is a very, this idea is a very yin thing and and yin from the Chinese and, and again what we're talking about is based on the I Ching which is the book of change and comes from um, a lot of old 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 Chinese wisdom and um, this idea of yin is is a very feminine quality versus yang which is a more masculine quality and yin is very introspective too and it's dark rather than light like yang yang is more active right this is more quiet and introspective and and there is um an energy channel in the body called the central meridian and the central meridian uh starts in the perineum and runs up the very center of the body in front and ends right here uh, on below the lower lip. And it really has a special relationship with our eyes and our brain. And it, it oversees, it's one of the eight extra meridians. It oversees all the other yin meridians in our body and yang oversees all the other yang meridians in our body. And so um, this idea of yin and yang is what the I Ching is all about, because it's about balance, Mm -hmm. that we need the light and the dark, we need the masculine and the feminine energy. Because that when we honor all of that within ourselves, we can find that place of balance for ourselves. That's, that's brilliant. And Guess what the Sabian symbol for today is? At, I hope you tell us. At, at 13 degrees of Taurus. It's, it's called, um, the symbol is a children playing on a beach while shellfish grope to, at the water's edge. And it's talking about the balance between the physical or the material and the spiritual and work and play and, you know, light and dark and balancing and finding that balance between our, 
our work life and our play life, finding the balance between um, our materialism and our, our spirituality and all of those things. And so I thought, wow, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And I also want to just mention uh, that I, I glanced at the um, astrology chart um, while we were on break. And today, uh, the sun is in an exact square to Saturn. And Saturn, you know, the sun is our essence, our life force. And, and Saturn is our structures, our limitations, what, you know, what it is that uh, our foundations are. And that square is friction. It's saying, we have to get balanced here. We have to come to some kind of resolution. What is the foundation or the orientation that we're standing on, right? So I thought, wow, beautiful. (laughs) That is perfect because, you know, as we were talking about change just a little bit ago, it is in the natural order of things in our universe is that change will occur. Whether we want it to or not, change will occur. And um, it's what, so as human beings, it's what we do or don't do when change is afoot. And we can get into, I love this, I love this uh, quote by Richard Rudd. Um, He said, we can't make a mistake. And that's, you could sit and, and think about that one for a while, because we see things in such drastic terms sometimes as good, bad, right, wrong, black, white, you know, all of that, so that they're opposites like that. Mm-hmm. And however, um, in this life school, as Gary Zukov calls it, we are here, you know, we are here to learn. And so as long as we're open to learning the mistakes that we make, being able to see them clearly and being able to open to them as a learning, as a teaching moment, Mm -hmm. then it propels us forward in such a way that, again, going back to what we're talking about today, doesn't keep us quite as separate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we're all human and we all do make mistakes. And so, and and so this, um, I don't know, I love that we can't make mistakes. So then that, so then as I sit in my life and I, I see the resistance clearly as I'm trying to move back into a place of orientation, you know, what am I judging? What am I, where am I feeling like I've made a mistake and what impact is that having on me to view it in that way? Yeah, this, this, uh, we talked about this, I believe last week as well. It's like when we can look at what we're doing or that, that shadow, like what I am feeling this particular way and it doesn't feel good, but if we're able to give it the space and the recognition that it requires, um, uh, you know, then it's another Richard Road quote is as we see it, so it changes. Right. So as we're able to see uh, that feeling of and, and experience that feeling of dislocation or disorientation, then, you know, and be with it for a few minutes, then we can begin to do the work to find our center. Right. Because once we once we recognize it, like, oh, I'm feeling really disoriented, then we can 
have the opportunity to stop and reorient. And, and so, you know, that that's applies to anything that we're doing. If we, if we're feeling a, a, a way, a particular way that doesn't feel good, stop and actually give it the space to be there and, and allow it to give you the information. And, and then, you know, you can come back into some kind of orientation. And that process where sometimes, you know, when we're disoriented, it happens over and over. It isn't just a one-time deal, right? It continually happens while we're going through this transformation. And I love the idea that transformation um, is meant for us to be completely relaxed. If we can be completely relaxed, like, and, and behave like water, right? And just dissolve like water. In other words, we, um, we can relax, lose our judgment, see this as an adventure that change, change is going to happen whether we want it to or not. So being able to let go of that control and then just open up to um, information within ourselves about what we truly, what is our true nature? And knowing our true nature, now what? Right. <laughs> right. And so this just keeps bringing me back to the, the conversation about, uh, about nature, right? I mean, when, when, when we are um, in society today, we are generally dislocated because we're not operating on the natural rhythms like the circadian rhythm we're not generally people are not getting up as soon as it gets light and going to bed and going to sleep as soon as it gets dark right we're not honoring that rhythm uh we're not generally honoring um the seasonal rhythms right because that that the circadian rhythm changes as the season changes right yes. you know and these are things that our our bodies are um would be attuned to right and you you mentioned the element of water right well our our oceans are uh you know controlled by the gravitational pull of the moon Right. So we are we're also made of water and we are also affected by those natural rhythms. So so going out in nature become, you know, uh, uh, like we've said almost every show, <laughs> you know, putting ourselves in nature helps us to come back into the center of our being and and come back into some some sort of rhythm even though maybe we can't follow all of the natural rhythms right now. You know, this brings me back to just this important concept that respecting nature is respecting self and respecting self is respecting nature. And we've seen for way too long now, a tendency toward human beings to really have a disregard of nature. And you and I live in a state in Utah where, you know, there's, we have a lot of beautiful natural places that people come and visit. And it's very disheartening when we see those trashed, which we have, you know, and so there has been 
whether they're petroglyphs and people writing over the petroglyphs or leaving trash or, or feeding animals the way you should, or even trying to touch animals when you shouldn't, you know, um, that is a lack of respect for nature. And, and even, even our habits as human beings in putting, having all of these lights on our houses that project up toward the sky, creating creating light at night is confusing the natural order of things. It's confusing the birds because they, they get confused on their path, their migration path with it when there's too much light in the sky. So I'm a big proponent of dark sky. Um, and I really do believe that this relationship we have with nature is key to our survival on our, our own survival. So I, I guess I'm just, I'm on a little bit of a soapbox, but I, I really invite people to, to look at your own views and uh, around respect of nature and include yourself in that. We're not separate from it. Right, right. So uh, to just to go along with that, uh, the card that I drew for today <laughs> is uh, from the Lakota Sweat Lodge card, and it says, which is all my relations, or that we are all related, right? That, that we are all part of, of this natural world, and there is no separation. So I thought, there Perfect. we go. There right. we go. And you can stay on that soapbox as long as you want. I'm right there with you. <laughs> It's pretty important to me. Makes me yeah. sad people don't respect nature. Yes, me as well. So let's go ahead and take our break. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So, Margaret, to continue our conversation um, about water and, um, you know, this idea of transformation and being able to relax and and follow the, the rhythms, if you will, or the flow of water, become more like water where we dissolve, you know, ego, or we just dissolve our, our busyness. And I'm really good at this one, you know, becoming really busy, 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 busy. And, um, you know, my, 
the, the nature of things it, when we feel a bit disoriented is to quiet ourselves, of course, and to allow, to allow go again, the yin aspect, right? Go deep inside, mm-hmm. allow our soul to speak. And, um, and I love the quote that the heart has no agenda. I think that was another Richard Rudd, the heart has no agenda. And so to quiet ourselves enough to really hear our own nature and what I'm hearing very loudly and every, every little step of the way this year, it's been a reinforcement <laughs> of the quiet that I need to create in my life, the, the, the silence, the lack of busyness that, that it's my time to create in my life. And um, it's a very humbling thing when I've spent the majority of my life um, loving my work and, you know, um, being very good at my work and helping a lot of people. And, and so this is where it can get busy in the mind, right, is, well, I don't want to let go of that. Or how do I do? I don't have to let go of that. Or, you know, and what do I do now? And what is what does that mean in terms of who I am? And, you know, you can hear how the mind can really start to race. Mm -hmm. And so the practice of transformation for me personally, is then to quiet, 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 you know, let the mind go, you know, get back to the no agenda heart, and just listen. Yeah. So that's my goal for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Yeah, you know, this is this is such a, I think it's a very, very common pattern for us to, um, to replace some kind of, um, uh, you know, that looking inside and, and doing the, the depth with get me busy doing anything. Right. And and that busyness, when it comes from that place of discomfort or fear, it's always going to lead to further confusion, further uh, dissociation. It, it has the seeds. It ha- it's it's a kind of a poison seed when we when we ca- cause ourselves to be busy from that place. And so when we notice that, and this is this so relates to me right now as well, I've been saying yes to things that I should not be saying yes to, because <laughs> I'm just too busy for them, you know, uh, already. And, and so I have to be able to go, oh, look what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and stop and then and, and reorient myself by doing what I know how to do, you know, through being uh, in nature. And utilizing uh, the medicine wheel, utilizing the elements and the directions to reorient myself, recognizing uh, the other thing that popped up for me is recognizing that we have, uh, you know, in our pineal gland, we have uh, the mineral magnetite, which is magnetic, right? And so it's, we have our own compass inside of ourselves and 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 this is it's a dissolved mineral in within the cells in the pineal gland right and so this is we are forces of nature we are nature and when we can stop wow this is good for me we can when we can stop and reorient ourselves to that knowing everything shifts, the perception shifts, and then we can say no to the things that we need to say no to, and only say yes to the things that really resonate. 
Whew, that's a good conversation right there too. <laughs> because we really are, we're, we're, we're electromagnetic biochemical, everything down to the cellular level. It's, it's about potassium and sodium and they each hold a certain charge. When the charges change in relation to each other, then the gates open of the cell, things can go in, they can go out. Um, when we hold, when we have negative mental thinking or other kinds of distorted illusionary thinking, then we, the, char the emotional charge can start to build. And it is a charge and it has a physiological and electromagnetic effect in our body. And that's why when we are in this place of disorientation and we start to go into that water idea, it reminds me of the five element water, right? That holds kidney and bladder and kidneys about fear and anxiety, bladders about control. So when we start to tap into maybe some more fears or anxiety about where we are or where we don't want to go or what we think might happen in the future, whatever it is, then, then we start controlling things in another way. And that can confuse that electromagnetic biochemistry. So again, we're back to this conversation about how do we create balance? How do I, balance is the natural law I love that. And that's the I Ching. That's the Tao, right? That's yin and yang. Um, balance is the natural law. So how do I find the balance? That's hilarious, considering that we're both Libras. <laughs> you know? There you go. Surprise to you listeners that we're Libras and this yes. is what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, the scales. And, and so, so, <laughs> how do we do that so so you know i would come back to nature right this is because you know this is what this conversation is about reorienting ourselves to the fact that we are not separate from the natural world like sitting down meditating being out in nature doing what you can to quiet the the chaos that that the internal chaos that you have um and you know we've each created for ourselves <laughs> you know and 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 going into that quiet and allowing ourselves to find that still point you know i think that's such an important that's such important advice and i think in that we all have talk about this controlling um, energy that we can be in because it isn't just us trying to control. We can feel controlled by outside sources. So I think part of this transformation process and the, the contemplation that you're talking about, the listening, is how, how, how do I perceive things outside of myself, whether they're people or structures or, you know, job, whatever, whatever they are, how is that placing a demand on me how am I responding to that demand? And why am I responding that way? Because mm -hmm. if we can ask that question, that might alert us to, well, that well, it'll eventually take us to a fear. It'll take us to our fears. Well, because then I will be destitute or I won't have any money or I won't, I'll be alone or whatever the fear is. And whenever we're in fear, of course, um, we are, a little bit further away from that there's no agenda heart place mm -hmm. right it, it it sort of 
confuses the mix so that again, we move back into this controlling energy. Mm-hmm. And fear, you know, there was a comment, there was something that I read in, uh, you know, in uh, the 64 ways by Richard Rudd. And he says, fear is safe. And I, you know, I sat there and thought, hmm, you know, fear (laughs) is safe. Now, fear is a survival emotion. We are built for survival emotionally and, of course, physiologically because of the responses in our brainstem that make us breathe faster and change how our blood flows and how our brain functions in, in stress. Fear is safe. And I just think that is an interesting thing to kind of think about and talk about. Hmm. So, so that brings me right back to, you know, so if we feel fear and we start contemplating, is fear safe? And, and, you know, so here I am, uh, maybe, you know, a little afraid to move forward and I'm, I'm feeling it in my body, right? And so I could take that and, and just turn it into that, a question, is, is fear safe? And just uh, uh, allow myself to expand out and feel it. And as I feel it, if I stay with it, I will come to that recognition that it is safe to feel what I feel. And and that it that it has a value. Every single thing that we're feeling has information for us. Even you know the negative emotions, if we allow them and actually go in and feel them, they will ch- transmute themselves and give us the information that we need. And then then we we can talk about. Um, orientation and and reorienting ourselves you know and and it is it's just a willingness to be brave enough to stay to stay the course yeah and follow it through and Mm -hmm. and the other thing I think when as you were talking I was thinking okay well if I sit here and say is fear safe and just and just is fear safe and just be there with that then my mind thinks oh am I in the future Oh, am I thinking about the past? Mm-hmm. Oh, in this moment, fear is safe because I am safe in this moment. Yeah. So it, again, it brings us back to, uh, it reels us in from all of the busy thinking about the future that can generate the fear thoughts, all of the busy thinking about the past that can have some fear attached to it, of course, and asks us to come back to the present moment and just stay there which is also what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then, you know, then you can take it another step further. Say you're, you're doing this out in nature. Say you're sitting out even in, in, in your backyard, if you have one or not on a, or on a porch or whatever it is, and you're breathing in and out and you're allowing yourself to contemplate the idea that we are all related, that, that, each breath in and breath out has been breathed in and breathed out by someone else has been you know part of the molecules that made up um, somebody thousands of years ago right that we are all part of this um, continuing uh, natural cycle of life the evolution yeah. 
mitakuyasin. We're all related. Yeah. That we're all part of this, and the and that that what if if our activities are having an impact? What then? What what are the activities that we want to continue, and what are the activities that we want to uh, eliminate? Yeah, and words. That takes me to to words and how our words matter um, when we speak right? And not just matter to what we're saying and to us, but to the people that hear it or the yeah. people that read it. Right. And the words turn into matter. Mm -hmm. Words matter because words turn into matter. They materialize, right? <laughs> I can't believe this, but we're at uh, another break. So <laughs> this is moving right along. <laughs> so you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. All right, Margaret. So now let's spend the rest of the time talking about this unity, you know, mm -hmm. which is the true city, the gift of orientation, right? and how orientation really does help us to feel united in some way. Hmm. I don't really have a place to start with oh, this. I, I, I do, but I'll, I'll jump in there. Great. So, so what that makes me think of is uh, one of uh, my teachers early on in uh, the Lakota spirituality, um, he, talked about, you know, he was teaching about the medicine wheel, and he was talking about uh, the elements and the directions. And he had a particular, um, you know, energy that went along with the direction of east, that went along with the direction of south, that went along with the direction of west and north and, and above and below and within and so forth. And so, you know, particular colors, right? Mm -hmm. particular uh, animals, uh, plants, all, all kinds of things. You know, you've probably seen all uh, different kinds of um, information about, uh, you know, what the directions mean in, in different traditions. And, and he uh, would remind me that the wheel is spinning, 
the wheel is always spinning and we're always moving around the wheel. And so, uh, and, and so just because the, the, the East means this to you, you know, and the color is yellow to, to me does not mean that somebody is incorrect. If, if that color is something different, it's, it's all one. We are, as it spins, it will touch every point in that wheel and every, uh, every plant, animal, um, rock, you know, element uh, in its journey, you know, so it's all included in that medicine wheel. And then the same thing with the astrological wheel, for instance, you and I have, uh, we have a similar sun placement in that we are both Libra sun, right? But we have very different planets, uh, planetary placements. And, and, but we all have a sun, a moon, a Mercury, a Mars, a Venus, you know, all of the planets. And we all have um, all of the, the um, signs, Taurus and Gemini and Cancer and so forth in our charts somewhere, right? Sure. And like we all have all of the genes that make up the human genome, certain ones are activated and certain ones aren't on each person. And so, so when we start to recognize that, right, that's the, that's unity. It's like, we're all in this together <laughs> and we all have these uh, attributes and, and it means it may have different meaning for us, but it's there for all of us. It makes me think of, um, you know, our energy fields as well, of course, which is included in what you're talking about and, and how, um, you know, when I'm teaching a class, sometimes I'll have everybody stand in a circle and they'll hold hands and I have this cute little bar with lights in it and it has metal on each end and I'll hold one end and we're all holding hands and I have the person next to me who's not holding my hand touch the other end of the the little, the little bar that I have, and it lights up and starts singing. And as soon as someone drops a hand, you drop that connection, then you can't hear that little thing I have. And as soon as they reattach connection, it starts to light up and sing again. And so this is a demonstration of how, you know, our energy flows between us, and we don't even have to really be holding hands. But in this case, with this little unit, that's what you have to do. But our energy is, we are, it, it is always, always, always connecting with someone else's energy field. And we can do that. Energy is not bound by space and time. And so, you know, that's why phone sessions can be so beneficial for people because it isn't bound by state, space and time. As soon as you and I make an intention to connect and we do so, our energies are interacting with each other. And so there's always that as well. And everybody's so different in their energy makeup, although all everybody has the same energy fields. And same thing with animals and same thing with everything that exists in this universe. Right. You know, and, and along with this, there's this, this feeling sometimes I think people are, they don't like 
the idea of unity because they feel like there will be a loss of self, like they will lose their identity. Yes. And, and so what I was describing with the, the medicine wheel is really what he was saying is that you have, you know, you keep your individuality and it's a part of the whole, right? It's, it's, it, it's a contribution like we're, if we're making this giant cosmic soup, um, I, I, I contribute, you know, my spices <laughs> to the soup, right? And, but it becomes part of that whole. And, and so it's, it, it, I think that's a, for me, it was a very beautiful way of understanding unity and, and not being afraid of losing my identity in being part of all that is it kind of rem reminds me of the movie it's a wonderful life you know and how how he's shown by the angel that if he didn't exist how things would be so different <laughs> right in, in everyone else's lives if he didn't if he never did exist right <laughs> yeah we are is we're just also tied together and it is a beautiful way of explaining that margaret and that it's always spinning around us we're all a part of everything Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we're not alone. And I think we're wired. We're kind of wired to not want to be alone. We're social creatures. And so I think this, this idea of being alone can be a fear of a lot of people yeah. that when they listen to you talk about the spinning medicine wheel and, and uh, the directions. And when we consider how we're made up energetically, that it's just impossible to be alone because we're always connected. It, all that is. Yes. Yeah. So this, uh, that, that is a theme for right now. I've seen it everywhere. I've been all of my sessions. It's like that reminder and that, and that, you know, that to just a little mantra, a really simple mantra is all is well, yes. all is well. Like this is, this is, we're, it's purposeful. Everything that crosses our path is purposeful. Everything that we're encountering. You're is, right. You should be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because, you know, sometimes we just need to hear that. We just yeah. need to hear that. You're right where you should be. It's all purposeful. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that would be another thing. Just post it on your, post it on the fridge. <laughs> all is well. <laughs> the universe has my back <laughs> you know yes yeah and be gentle with ourselves yes thank you what a great way to end thanks for listening everybody we're so glad to have you with us thank you hope to hope you'll join us next time yes <laughs>